Helen Keller, many of you have heard the name. When she was 19 months old, she came down with a really tough illness that took her hearing and her eyesight. That didn't stop her. She learned how to read and write and speak, and she wrote 14 different books. Later on in her life, as she struggled with blindness and deafness, she, read, she wrote this, So much has been given to me that I have no time to ponder that which I don't have. Isn't that amazing? She said, so many blessings have been given to me, I don't have time to dwell on the negative. That's contrary to human nature. We dwell on the negative. In Psalm 113, the psalmist begins the psalm, verse 1, with praise the Lord, and ends it with praise the Lord. 1 Corinthians 10.31, it says, Whether therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. When you think about it, praise is a small thing in return for all the benefits that God gives us. Someone said, what if God only gave you those things that you're thankful for? We wouldn't have very much. We wouldn't have very much at all. We say that we believe in the goodness of God. If I would ask you this morning, do you believe God's good? You say yes, and some of you would say God's good all the time. But do we really believe that? Because when we grumble and complain, in a sense we're telling God you're not good all the time. You're good when things go my way, but you're not good all the time. A real test of our faith, and I believe it really glorifies God, is when we're going through difficulties and we can still praise God. Psalm chapter 34, verse 3 says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. If God would remove all our trials, we'd be the loser. Let me say that again. If God would remove all our trials, and that's how we think, God, if you could just give me a trial-free life, that's the kind of life I want. But if God would remove all our trials, we would be the loser. Psalm chapter 113. Praise you, Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. Uh, the psalmist gives us a hint of what we're going to be doing for all eternity in heaven. We're going to be praising God. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord, our God, who dwelleth on high, who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth? He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill that he may set him with princes, even with the princes of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. Let's pray. Father, I'm so thankful this morning for all the many, many benefits that you give us. And Lord, forgive me for not being more thankful. And Lord, I, I pray that this morning that we'd be challenged from your word to be a thankful people. Lord, you've given us so much. And Lord, if we're not thankful to you, who will be? Uh, the world doesn't thank you. And so, Father, help our children and help us at home to be thankful. 
In Jesus' name I pray, amen. A week ago Saturday, Harold Vaughn, Evangelist Harold Vaughn, gave me a call, and uh, he uh, knows I have um, radiation treatments now, and uh, he has cancer too that came back, and he was talking about his radiation treatments. We're comparing uh, experiences, and uh, uh, he uh, told me some of the experiences he had, and, and I told him some of the experiences I've had, and I, I told him, I, I said, um, the first time I went in for uh, a CAT scan, uh, they gave me uh, a shot, several shots all over with the little spots. And they told me they were tattoos. And so when I got out of the appointment, my wife said, how did it go? And I said, I got some tattoos. She said, what? <laughs> when I showed her the tattoos, she wasn't too impressed. She said, those weren't even good circles. And I only have six more uh, radiation treatments left. And uh, uh, Harold Vaughn was explaining to me what he was going through and how he would be done, I think, December around 14th. And um, I, he said, uh, uh, he said, yeah, he said, you know, every day it gets kind of hard. And um, we were comparing notes. And, um, and then I said, Harold, I said, I met a guy from Kankakee, a young man. I think he's about 28 years old. And he has brain cancer. And then Harold told me, he said, yeah, when you go in the waiting room, you get to know the people. And it's true. You go there every day and, uh, you know, they say, hey, Bob, how's it going? And you're talking to them. And uh, I've been able to hand out my tracks to everybody in the waiting room. And um, he said, you know, there's a guy that I met that has cancer in three different areas. And he said the cancer is unrelated. He has prostate cancer. He has cancer of the leg. He said he's going to lose his leg. He said he had one of his eyes removed because of cancer. He said, you know, Bob, we don't have it that bad. I said, you know what? We don't. Folks, if you're saved this morning, we don't have it bad at all. Because this is not our home. I was telling my wife as we were coming out to church this morning, I said, you know, it really hit me that uh, when there's a fire, you're glad it's not at your house. And if uh, there's a riot, you're glad it's not in your backyard or at your house. And if your house gets broken into, it bothers you. But if you read about someone else's house getting broken into, it doesn't bother you because it's not your house. Folks, this is not our home. Our home is in heaven. Now, we should get stressed out if we hear that uh, heaven has riots up there. I promise you, they don't have riots up there. And if uh, uh, heaven has um, um, some problems up there, they don't have problems. Our real home is in heaven. Praise is an antidepressant. I'm afraid sometimes we turn to pills instead of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you get discouraged, you need to start praising God. We have a lot to praise God for. Psalm 42, verse 1. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the health of my countenance and my God. Praise will change your life. Because when we get discouraged, it's because we dwell on the negative. And there's a lot of negative out there, but we ought to dwell on the positive. The psalmist tells us several things about praise. First of all, who should we praise? 
Who should we praise? I believe one reason we don't praise God enough is because we really don't know him. God is not who you think he is. He is who he says he is. And we have a little God in, our, in a box, and folks, he's a lot greater than we can ever imagine. And the greater God is in our minds, the more we will praise him. Who should we praise? Verse 1, praise ye the Lord. Praise all ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, honestly, all of us, we love praise. We look for praise. Sometimes we um, will kind of lead up to uh, a conversation so that they can praise us. Uh, we like to be thanked and praised for the way we look, and we like to be praised for uh, what we do and how we cook, and uh, just for women, and, uh, you know, but uh, we want to be praised. We deserve to give God praise. Psalm 115, verse 1, Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name give glory for thy mercy and for thy truth's sake. So Psalmist said, God, not to me. Just think how many times we praise sports figures and maybe certain politicians, and yet we fail to praise our mighty God. Psalm 27, verse 1, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Let another man praise thee, and not thy own mouth, a stranger, and not thy own lips. God tells us not to praise ourselves. We're not sovereign. We're not good. God's good. God's great. If God wasn't here, none of us would exist. And folks, think about all the blessings we have. Because of human nature, we're more prone to think about the good things we've done instead of the good things others have done. Think about that. How many times do we think about the good things we've done and we forget to thank others for the good things they've done? Or what we do many times is uh, someone can do 20 good things and one bad thing and we magnify the bad thing they've, they've, that they've done instead of focusing upon the good thing. The root of all ingratitude is a focus and a love of one's greatness. Psalm 150, verse 6, Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Psalm 135, verse 1, Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the name of the Lord. Praise him, O ye servants of the Lord. Psalm 100, verse 1, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Psalm 103, verses 1 and 2, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. When was the last time you had a praise party? You started praising God for things that he has done for you. When we get to heaven, we're not going to have this human nature. We're going to not have this sinful nature. We're going to spend all eternity Praising God. In Psalm 113, verse 1, the Bible says, Praise the Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. There are 250 names for God Almighty. 
And God has given us different names so that we can focus on what God does. And this name is his nature, his character. He's Elohim. He's a powerful one. He's the God that created this universe. And I believe one reason why God tells us that he created the universe is because as we're going through the day and you see the brightness of the sun or you see the green grass and you see the fall and you see the, the leaves of the fall, the, the effects of the fall, and, the, and you see what God has done, it should cause us, and you look up in the sky, it should cause us to praise him. He's Jehovah, the self-existing one. God has always been here, and he will always be here. No matter what we face in the future, God will always be here. Jehovah Jireh means God will provide. Jehovah just shalom, the Lord our God is our peace. Only God can give us peace. Psalm 145 verse 3, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise thy works to another, and shall declare thy mighty acts. Who should we praise? God. No one has been as good as God has to you. There was a man who made it a habit of complaining, especially when his wife would put his lunch or dinner in front of him, especially dinner or supper, and she'd put his food in front of him, and he'd complain. And then he said, let's grab hands, and then he would pray and thank God for the food. But his little girl She's about seven years old. She said, Dad, does God hear our prayers? And Dad said, yes, of course, God hears all of our prayers. Then a little girl said, Dad, does God hear everything we say? Well, he kind of got puffed up a little bit and thought, wow, my daughter's asking spiritual questions. This is great. I raised a great girl. She's talking about spiritual things. He goes, of course. The little girl goes, Dad, does God, did God hear what you said before you prayed? Of course. So did God hear when you grumbled, complained about the food, and then when you praised him for the food? Which one did he believe? <laughs> you know, folks, one minute we're praising God, and the next minute we're complaining. God deserves our praise. When should we praise God? So who should we praise God? When should we praise God? Notice in verse 2, Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. So Psalmist says, from now on, I'm going to praise God. And that means I'm going to praise Him for all eternity. Notice in verse 3, From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. There is never a time in the day when it's wrong to praise God. You want to lift your spirits, you want to lift your countenance, start praising God. When you're driving down the road, just thank God for the automobile. Thank God that you are able to put gasoline. I don't care how much it costs, but you have gasoline. Thank God for your house. There's so much we can be thankful for. 
The psalmist says, from the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. What's exciting, we can praise God today while the sun is shining. When the sun goes down here, it's shining someplace else. And Christians all over this world can praise God. Psalm 113, verse 2, Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. That tells me, whether you're in the mood or not, you should praise God. I believe the bottom line is, like, Lord, if you would have done this, I could have praised you. But you didn't do that. You know, I'm thankful this morning that God gives us not what we want, but what we need. And what he gives us in our life is maybe not what we want, but he gives us what we need. All day we are supposed to praise the Lord. Psalm 34, verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. This morning when you got up, did you spend some time, any time praising him? Or did you complain? Did you complain about the weather? Did you complain that someone took your parking spot when you came into the auditorium? Someone took your spot where you sit? Folks, praise will change your life. Colossians 3.17, And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father. Years ago, there was a man named Matthew Henry, and some of you might have his commentary. He was a pastor, and he wrote a commentary on the entire Bible, and a lot of pastoral students will get his commentary. One day, he was on his horse riding to a church to preach, and he was robbed. And in his diary, he thanked God for four things. He said, well, how can you thank God for things when you got robbed? First of all, he said, I thank God that I have been preaching for many, many years, and this is the first time I have ever been robbed. So he's thankful that this was the only time he's been robbed. Secondly, he said, I am so thankful that even though they took my money, they didn't take my life. Third thing he was thankful for, he said, they took all my money, but it wasn't much. And the fourth thing he was thankful, he said, I am so thankful that I wasn't the robber. I was the one being robbed. You know, no matter what we face in life, we can be thankful. First Thessalonians 5.18, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Praise is a choice. Just like grumbling and complaining is a choice. And if you've made it a habit to grumble and complain and be critical about everything, I feel sorry for you because you're a miserable person. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 77, verse 3, I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Complaining never makes a situation better. It makes it worse. All complaining is against God Almighty. Because when we're complaining, we're, we're, we're in a sense saying, God, you blew it. Dale Robbins years ago used to 
think that uh, people that complain had a lot of problems. And he says, oh, I feel sorry for people that complain because they have a lot of problems. Then he found out that the people have a lot of problems because they complain all the time. Instead of complaining, start counting your blessings and name them one by one. Philippians chapter 2, verse 14, Paul said, Do all things without murmurings and disputings. All things. That convicts me. That means everything we do, we need to do without complaining. So we looked at, who should we praise? God Almighty. When should we praise? All the time. You get up in the morning, start your day off pleasing and praising God. Why should we praise God? I have three reasons why we should praise God. There's many more reasons, but I find three reasons in this psalm. Why should we praise God? Verse 4, the Lord is high above all nations, and His glory above all the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God, who dwelleth on high, who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth? First of all, we need to thank God and praise Him for His glory. You can't get higher than God. What is amazing. He created us, even though He knew that we would rebel against Him. And all the people that hate God, He died. Jesus died for them. We serve a wonderful God. His glory. The Lord is high above all nations. And his glory above the heavens. You see what praise does? It gives us the right perspective. Gives us God's view instead of our own. You see when you get negative and you start complaining. and There's a lot to complain about. And what we're saying is that I deserve better. And when you're humble, you're not going to complain. And when you start praising God, you realize that God is great and you're nothing. If it wasn't for the greatness of God and the goodness of God, we would not even exist. We often talk about this guy is a great guy or this car is a great car or this nation's a great nation or this place is a great place. No, God is a great God. And he'll always be a great God. Secondly, we see not only his glory, but his greatness. We compare ourselves to other people. And we compare men to other men. We'll say, this guy's a great basketball player. He's better than so-and-so. Or he's the best. Or this guy's a great driver in NASCAR. Or, or this guy's a great baseball player. Or, this guy's fast. And we're always comparing to one another. But who can compare to God? He's the greatest. Who is like unto the Lord our God, verse 5 says, who dwelleth on high. None of us can say, I'm like God, because we're not. He never loses any energy. He's never tired. He's self-existent. It doesn't matter who is the president of the United States. God is in control. It doesn't matter who's the president of Russia or North Korea or China. God is in control. No one's greater than God. Psalm 96 verse 4, For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. 
He's to be feared above all gods. When fear enters into your heart and you're stressed out, it's because you forgot about your God. Psalm 145, verse 3, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17, All Lord God, behold, Thou hast made the heavens and the earth by Thy great power and stretched out arm. There is nothing too hard for Thee. Do we believe that this morning? Maybe you're thinking about your situations. It's just, it, I, 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 there's, no, there's nothing I can do. You forgot about God. Maybe you have somebody that is a relative and they're not saved. There's a God in heaven who's still on the throne. And then thirdly, not only his glory, his greatness, but his goodness. His goodness. And verse 6, who humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. I'm sure some of you, you don't watch the news anymore because it discourages you. It'd be easy for God to say, you know, mankind, what a mess. Why do you even create them? I'm not going to even bother with them. But the Bible says he humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth. You are important to God this morning. Your prayers are important to God. Your life is important to God. He's aware of you. And sometimes we forget about that individual person. You are important to God. The Bible says he humbleth himself. Verse 7, he sits in heaven, but he sees on earth. He raises up the poor, verse 7, out of the dust and lifteth the needy out of the dunghill. I think of Hannah in the Bible where God answers, answered her prayer. I think of how many times in the Old Testament when God came through and rescued people? Folks, don't get discouraged this morning. Start praising God. It'll make you think more about God. Psalm 107, verse 8, Oh, that man would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of man. Someone once said that praise is our spiritual gauge of our spiritual temperature. If we're not praising God, we're not very spiritual. And you can say, well, I'm really spiritual. I you know, read my Bible and I did this. And I went, I'm at church this morning. Without praise, you're not very spiritual. In 1905, a lady wrote a hymn. This lady was Sevilla Martin. She married an evangelist and she heard about a couple that the lady was bedridden for over 20 years. Her husband was in a wheelchair. This lady's name was Mrs. Doolittle. And for some reason she heard about him and for some reason she felt like she should uh, go over to their house and encourage them. She got on a train and she arrived at the house and they lived in an apartment and uh, she knocked on the door. 
Mrs. Doolittle let her in. And she spent some time with her and she was blessed. Has it ever happened to you? You've gone to someone to be a blessing and they were a blessing to you. And she was blessed. And she said, Mrs. Doolittle, what is this secret? I mean, you have to spend most time in your bed and your husband's in a wheelchair. What is this secret? Why are you so happy? Why are you so joyful? Mrs. Doolittle said, it's not really a secret. His eye is on the sparrow and he watches over me. So Mrs. Barton wrote the song, His Eye is on the Sparrow. She wrote, Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home? When Jesus is my portion, my constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. For his eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Folks, this morning, he has his eye on you. Will you put your eye on him? Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. His heads are bowed and eyes are closed this morning. I don't know about your heart. I don't know about your life. I don't know about your circumstances, but God does. And how many this morning would say, Pastor, it's been hard. It's been tough. And I realize what I need to do, whether I feel like it or not, I need to start praising God. Here's my hand. Please pray for me that I would start praising Him. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Many, many hands all over this auditorium. Folks, God's been good to you, and he will always be good to you. He doesn't tell us, wait until you get to heaven before you start praising him. He tells us right now, we need to start praising him.